Welcome to our experience with practices of prayer. In this series, we are seeking to recognize and respond to God's presence more deeply in prayer. It is our hope that you will use this guide to continue practicing each prayer throughout the week and connect with others to share what you are learning about God and yourself in the practice. It's our hope that these experiences will help us become more aware of the Lord's presence in prayer and in our everyday life so that we might be formed by Jesus to be like Jesus. Will you join us in the practice of gratitude? In the midst of life, whatever may be my current situation, whether it's love, loss, hopeful, helpless, expectant, anxious, honored, defeated, gratitude always seems to be one of the simplest, richest, most authentic ways to move towards hope, healing, and growth. I saw that quote on my friend Julie's kitchen chalkboard in a beautiful script, and I stopped and I read it and I took a picture so I would have it for myself. I think I needed to be reminded that day that all is gift. I remarked to Julie how much I loved the quote when I came back in the room, and she said, Joan, you wrote that several years ago. I think I realized in that moment that this is how I was choosing to live my life. I was actually growing. This was making a difference. Gratitude was becoming a part of the fabric of my life, of my thinking, without me even knowing it. And I remembered writing that quote several years prior, after a season of immense loss in my family. There was the death of my dad, and then navigating an extremely difficult sibling relationship, and ultimately the illness and loss of our oldest child. I could have easily lost my faith, but practices like gratitude prayer helped me fight for my faith. It pulled me back. It held me steady. Gratitude grounded me when the reality of life felt otherwise. Sometimes gratitude has felt easy, and other times I've had to force myself to work through it and find ways and things to be grateful for. I want to encourage you today to stick with this practice no matter how it feels. Hold on with all your might. I can tell you there is hope attached to it, even when it might not seem that way. It's a place where intimacy with God grows and it sprouts and it begins to spill over, sometimes without us even knowing it, as we create openness to receive God's love. So let's dissect gratitude a little bit as a prayer practice and look at its roots, at its core, and at its fruit. The roots of my gratitude were grown in the ordinary and profoundly sacred places of life around dinner tables and bedsides and hospital beds and in my garden and on my walks. It grew in my little Presbyterian church and on the farm I grew up on. Gratitude hasn't always been a foundation in my life, but its roots grew in these places as they were attached to the core roots of my faith. But by core roots of my faith, I mean what are the core roots of my spiritual life? that no matter what comes my way, I can depend on and I can attach my gratitude onto it. For me, there are two primary roots, God's presence 
and his deep love for me. Essentially, gratitude grows when I name that God is here and I am loved. It's pretty simple, but it's super important. This is always my starting place for gratitude. The first thing, where is God today? Where did I see him and smell him and hear him and taste him? And then, how did he uniquely express his love for me today? That's the second thing. What aspect of his love did I experience as I noticed his presence? Was it his provision or protection or guidance or faithfulness or goodness or mercy, hope, or joy? The core of gratitude for me can be summed up in the phrase, all is gift. What does that really mean? Let's talk about that. There's three things related to that phrase, all is gift. First, the word all. All means everything, the whole thing, every single thing. It all belongs to God, the giver. Your home, your car, your belongings, your talent, your time, and yes, your children. They all belong to God first. James 1.17 says, Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father. So let's get the roles right here. God is the giver, the owner of all, and you are a steward, a manager for God of your stuff, your talents, your time, and people he has gifted you with. Secondly, let me define all one step further. God means all of life is gift, your whole story. That means the highs and the lows, the hills and the valleys. We are called to give thanks in all. 1 Thessalonians 5, 17-18 says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Gratitude's not meant to be a trite version of the dinnertime prayer you said while growing up. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. Amen. Let's eat. You see, when we are grateful for all of life, we experience the fruit of gratitude. And we experience the characteristics of God we would never find any other way. I might not be thankful for the actual awful situation that's presenting itself, but I can be thankful in what God is showing me about his character in it. I can be thankful for my response and the responses of others in it. I get glimpses of his glory and gratitude I won't see any other way. The last word in that phrase is gift. For a moment, I want you to think of the best gift you ever got. Most likely, it was a gift that was fully undeserved. It might have been created and delivered with intention and affection and heartfelt. A gift like that comes from a giver that needs to be acknowledged. In our case, God is the giver. God deserves a response for the gift as well as for being the giver. Psalm 136, 1-2 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Our response should be humble and heartfelt and childlike towards God for his presence with us and within the world. Finally, let's look at the fruit of gratitude. For me, gratitude changes everything. It can change your perspective, your awareness of God, 
your awareness of self. It can change your attitude and your view of the past and definitely your outlook for the future. It can change your ability to get unstuck. It can change your faith and your level of peace in the midst of life. Gratitude is a sacred space where the grit of life and the grace of God meet face to face in this glorious, messy intersection. And it's at this intersection where the threads and the roots of gratitude hold us with hope when life doesn't make sense. I want to encourage you today to build gratitude muscles. But if we're going to do that, we need to exercise them daily. And if we're going to be grateful, we need to be intentional and practice prayers of gratitude regularly. So we have them ready as a part of our armor of God for the now and for the not yet. It's time for gratitude prayers to not just be a momentary, isolated thank you note to God or a counting of three blessings for the day, but a constant way of life, the very fabric of our being. All is gift. I'm praying as you build your gratitude muscles this week that you stumble over gratitude in ways that you see glory is afoot wherever you look and that those prayers deepen your relationship with God. I'm going to walk you through a series of three movements of gratitude prayer and give you a chance to journal each one. If you don't have something to write with, it'd be helpful for you to find that right now for this practice. We will pause in between each movement with some quiet music to drown out any external environment around you. For some of you, this practice is going to feel like breathing. It's going to feel unforced and natural and easy. And I'm going to encourage you to take your gratitude and push it a little bit harder. (laughs) What else might God have for you to uncover? I'm going to ask you to dig deep. For others of you, this idea of gratitude is a big challenge, and it's going to feel rote and foreign, and that's okay too for all of us. Remember that you are writing to a God who is present and a God who loves you passionately. So let's begin. Pull out your notes and a pen. Movement one. I want you to quiet yourself with a big, deep breath. I want you to consider where did you notice and experience God this week? Was it in creation, in scripture, in his people? Did you notice God in your work day or your family time, your ministry or your free time? Spend some moments slowing down and rewinding your week and then naming specific moments. And this means in the ordinary ways, the subtle ways, the extraordinary ways, and really everything in between. The painful places and the joyful places. I want you to use your senses of sight and smell and touch and taste and hearing. Let all that comes to mind for this movement of gratitude be reminders of God wanting to wake up your soul. For me this week, I wrote, 
I was grateful for a walk yesterday with a friend who was willing to listen to all of life with me, even when we got poured on in the rain. I was grateful for technology that kept me in contact with my kids who are far away. I was grateful for God's word and the hymn we sang that felt so personal on Sunday. I'm grateful for how you're continuing to teach me, God, that I can't be in control. All is gift. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Movement two. Now I want you to spend some time reviewing that list you just made in movement one. And name more specifically for each item you wrote, what does this item tell me about God's character? Is there a specific aspect of God you noticed in that moment? Was it his faithfulness, compassion, tenderness, hope, truth, protection, guidance, support. Name the characteristics of God he specifically revealed to you this week or maybe a theme you see arising. Notice his personal attention to you and his intentionality. Here's what my movement too looked like. Lord, I'm grateful for your intentionality this week and loving me unconditionally, even when I'm hard to love. I'm grateful for your creativity, God, in creation as I watch the seasons change. I'm grateful for your reminders of your faithfulness as I've worked through some difficult places of grief I still need to deal with and how I compensate for those in unhealthy ways. All is gift. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever.
And now movement three. Finally, write a prayer of gratitude. Let it be a natural outflow of what you're feeling as you consider all that God has given you this week. We didn't deserve any of it. It's all his first. All is gift. Recognize that no matter what happened this week, you're making a conscious choice to be grateful in all. Gratitude is possible not because all is going perfectly, but because God is present. And that's enough. This decision to be grateful is drawing us closer to God and his deep love for us. What do you want to say to God? Is it thank you? Is it, I love you too? Is it, I'm astounded, Lord? Is it, I'm feeling stuck, Lord, and I need help with this gratitude thing? Anything goes. This is your time with God. Here's what my movement three sounded like. Lord, thank you for loving me when I'm grateful and when I'm selfish when I'm a steward, and when I play owner. Lord, you astound me when I pay attention to the feast you put before me in the relationships you've surrounded me with. All is gift. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever.
Let's pray. Lord, help us to become more grateful people in such a way that it's just a natural, heartfelt response that honors you as the giver and builds our relationship with you. Let gratitude be the fabric of our being and not only draw us closer to you, but point others towards you because of how they see you in us. We ask this in your name. Amen.